But ah, Nathan. Hello, hello. <laughs> For this season of Remedial Nerding, we will all be doing dodgy accents and gravelly voices. That's what you've been doing from day one, isn't it? Pretty much. Or just every now and again, one of us will forget and someone will go, Character voices! <laughs> For some reason, my preview is teeny tiny again. Skype's doing a new thing. It's got you both in widescreen, one above the other. Ooh. Hmm. Well, it's a very efficient use of space. Yeah, it's more so than all the dark grey I've got just kind of floating around. Yeah. So if we start seeing Paul going... As opposed to doing that. If this stays in the edit, that's looking up and down rather than left and right. <laughs> I'm on my standing desk workstation, which is partly composed of an ironing board. At the minute. <laughs> which is why you're able to see the entrance to my loft. Rather than the entrance to the next room. Indeed. Well, it has been quite a while since we've uh, all been sat at the Skype terminal. Yeah. A good couple of months. Feels like longer. Are you sat behind your TV, Dan? Technically, yes, because the TV is now too long. It's only because I've got the Virgin box up against the wardrobe on the other side, which eats up just enough space for the TV to overhang. I was wondering if you'd always had a big mess of USB ports behind your left ear. <laughs> now, now I'm just technically sitting behind my TV. Well, if Dan shoots backwards at any point, it's going to get A, loud, and B, expensive. May I fill you in on some local news? It's really hard to move around the centre of Durham because Marvel are fil- filming here. Ooh, Marvel what, what are for? filming in Durham? Well, allegedly some Avengers film. I say <laughs> some Avengers film. It is known which one. It's just I don't know which one because I don't have no idea what number they're on to. What's coming up? Infinity War's probably filming at the moment. Yeah, that sounds plausible. Sounds like I might have read it in the Chronicle. So Thanos actually just lives in Durham. That's that's what that's what I'm taking from this conversation. It's also where they filmed the quad scenes of Harry Potter, so maybe they're going to Hogwarts to recruit for the initiative. Got it in early. <laughs> early enough that you can just cut it all out. That means that uh, Jane's view from her office window, which is normally a World Heritage Site Durham Cathedral, is now the back of someone's chemical toilet. I mean, best case scenario, <laughs> it's Chris Hemsworth chemical toilet, but can't really tell from the outside. Anyway, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing here? Uh, why don't we have the theme tune and then I'll tell you. This week's episode of Remedial Nerding, the podcast where three nerds force each other to watch something that they really should have already seen. Your friendly neighbourhood nerds this week are Nathan, Dan and me, Paul. Remember, there's no such thing as a bad nerd. Hello and welcome to series four of Remedial Nerding. Uh, As this is the first episode, that'll be episode one then. That's one more than three, but one less than five. Considerably less than 10. 4.1. Pretty sure I saw that in a Monty Python film at some point. What order those numbers go in? That's number wang. Actually, you should probably call it 4.01, otherwise both Windows and Mac OS will put it in the wrong order when you do sort by name. Oh yeah, because then you'll get 1.11. Exactly. Anyway, that's a bit too geeky for this. A bit too nerdy. Too nerdy for a nerd podcast. Well, there might not be a such thing as a bad nerd, but there can definitely be too much nerding going on at any one time. It's like Marmite in that respect. Yeah, don't want too much Marmite. 
You can't have too much Marmite. Anyway, Series 4. We didn't really talk about Series 4 while we were filming Series 3. We were all a bit too busy fangirling over Buffy. Or Spike, if you're Joanne. Yeah. I suppose technically she's the only one of us that could fangirl. Yeah, we're just fanboying. Anyway, we're waffling. We're not even talking about a film or anything yet. We're waffling. Speaking of films, this is going to be another film-based season of Remedial Nerding. But we've gone for a, a, a bit of a an overarching theme for the season, which is going to be plot twists. Plot twist. We all like a good plot twist. We just set ourselves up for a real difficult spoilers discussion every episode. No, we'll get the spoilers away now. There will be spoilers. Yeah, that's gonna, how it's going to work, isn't it? We'll try very hard not to do spoilers in this episode, but yeah. each episode is fair game. Yeah, we're, we're back to book club territory now, so watch along, do your homework with us, and then we won't spoil anything because you would have watched it. Just do your homework. We've got to. I don't know if this is going to be a... I'm trying to think of exa- Aliens 4 situation, where you think, do we want to put like a warning in the previous episode saying, you can skip <laughs> the next one. We're going to spoil it, but it's for your own good. Well, well, we'll give a heads up at the end of each episode what the next one's about. But anyway, what we're going to do now is I'll go through the list of films that we've picked. And what I think we need to do is say who's seen it and who hasn't seen it. And then whether or not you know the plot twist. Because there's several of these that I have not seen that I know the plot twist for. Because other people don't respect spoiler policy. There's several grades here, aren't there? Because you can have no idea whatsoever. You can know what the plot twist, what the question is. You can know what the answer is. Or you can actually know what the context for it is. Yeah, I think some of these, definitely there's... I'll know the, the the phrase, I'll know the secret, but I have no idea how you get there. I don't know why the secret is significant. Yeah, but we, uh, keeping with the policy, we've got to be a bit coy as to what the secret is in this, even, I suppose. I suppose you can phrase the question, but not the answer. So, episode number two is going to be Blade Runner, or more specifically, Blade Runner, the final cut. Did you guys see the trailer for... Trailer for the trailer of, not to date this podcast too much, as if I haven't already done it with saying what Marvel <laughs> film is currently shooting. Um, did you see the trailer of the trailer for Blade Runner? We made another one. Yes, I did see that. I thought the idea of doing a trailer for, of a trailer is really annoying. Just show the damn trailer. Doesn't that just make it a teaser? Well, usually teasers are bits of the trailer. I guess the distinction is whether or not there's a flash text at the end that says, in a couple of days you'll be able to watch a trailer for this thing. I mean, there's just been the trailer for uh, The Dark Tower, it's called, which is the kind of novelization of The Gunslinger by Stephen King. But with that, they just put a picture saying the trailer will be out in three days. I can live with that. But a video is like, this is just annoying. It's a blatant attempt to go viral. And it's just a bit too obvious. Can I give you an embarrassing confession about watching the, tra- the teaser trailer for Blade Runner? Go on then. I mean, yeah, no one's going to listen to this, so it'll be fine. While I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, oh, they must have filmed this before Harrison Ford died. <laughs> You're trying to be some sort of, you know, arsehole Nostradamus. <laughs> no, I'm saying, <laughs> good phrase, but no. I'm, I'm saying, a few seconds after that, I thought to myself, yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember he was killed on a bridge of some kind and <laughs> fell into some smoke. Are you conflating Harrison Ford with the fictional character Han Solo? Well, either that or it's the C- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, one or the other. <laughs> He dies in that, doesn't he? No, because they're making a new Indiana Jones film as well, with him in it. Yeah, with Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. And Harrison Ford. All oh, right, okay then. I don't feel bad about stopping the Indiana Joneses at three. <laughs> no. I feel I'd had enough Indiana Jones. Anyway, we've gone massively off topic again. It's, it's yeah, related. Sorry, I, I derailed you there. So, Blade Runner, Dan, have you seen it? Um, I think I've seen like the first five minutes and then probably fell asleep somewhere. Do you know the the twist 
Although I suppose with this one, it's it's the question that it leaves you with at the end, rather than a, a massive twist. I have a, a feeling that I do, but I'm not entirely sure. It's like Nathan's. I'm sure that this line is is in Alien. Oh no, that's Aliens. Because uh, he sat through the entirety of watching Alien, going, "When's he gonna say game over, man?" <laughs> I think I might, but I can't say for certain. I have an inkling. What about you, Nathan? Well, I've already started doing my homework, so that's going to ruin this. Yeah, forget that. Forgetting that, before this week, I knew two things vaguely about Blade Runner. One is someone saying, is this a test to determine if I'm a replicant or a lesbian? (laughs) (laughs) And the second thing is probably a spoiler, because it's a a joke about director's cuts of films that say the director's cuts implies that X is a replicant. I I, I haven't seen it, but the only thing I know is kind of the question at the end and I don't know if that's actually I'm assuming that's the same question that you're talking about but I was unaware that that was a, a director's cut-ism it's fair to say there's a lot we don't know about this film <laughs> that's true given that none of us have seen this one it's based on a short story called Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep learn that in a pub quiz I already knew that one is that in the same book as Total Recall is it the same collection of short stories hmm could be it's Possibly. It seems plausible that it's the same author. I could probably go over to my bookshelf and find the, the little book of short stories that contains Total Recall. But... I mean, it's the same author as Minority Report, whose name escapes me at the moment. Philip K. Dick. That's the one. The like 1950s science fiction writer that wasn't Isaac Asimov or Arthur C. Clarke. Do we have any Stephen King stories on this list? Because he's another author who did lots of short stories that got the, the film treatment. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Let's work our way through and find out. Yeah. So, episode three, we're going to watch Planet of the Apes. The original Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston, not the new CGI ones. So you mean, and and also not the one in the middle with the time-travelling pod and the the war there? I can't remember who's in it. I want to say Matt Damon, but I don't think it is Matt Damon. Matt is Damon, it I don't Matt know. Da- no, it's the 1960s one with Charlton Heston. I have seen it a long, long time ago, and I know the t- twist. Yes. Planet of the Apes, the musical with Troy McClure, <laughs> is basically everything I knew, know about Planet of the Apes. So I take it you haven't seen it then, Nathan? Um, I've seen that Simpsons episode, <laughs> if that's what you mean. <laughs> Which probably means that it's one of these, again, it's a, one of those classic sci-fi films that the secret has seeped into all of modern culture and everyone knows the secret of Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. So have you seen it, Dan? I have seen the original Planet of the Apes. I, I know the twist, but yeah, it's, it'll be interesting. I think, I think the most interesting thing for this one is that I'm going to be sat watching it with Femdan, and she's not seen any of the films on this list. So I think that's what? what that's she's not seen any of them? Pretty much. Not even number 16? No. Wow. I think she may have seen number 16, but I think it was uh, an enforced watching, so she probably didn't pick it up. When we get to there in the list... Dear listener, you'll understand why my, my incredulity at number 16. But we've got a few more to go, though. Number four is Sixth Sense, the first of a, a couple of M. Night Shyamalan. Now, this is a film that I have not seen, and I purposely didn't ever watch it because of the fuckers that we went to school with that just came in and told us <laughs> the uh, the twist. It's like, well, fine, fuck it then. I'm going to go and watch that. <laughs> I have seen The Sixth Sense. I, I enjoyed The Sixth Sense. I think it was... a very well-made film, so I'm looking forward to running that one again. Is it generally considered the best Shyamalan? Um, or was it just the first one that he made that would really impress people? I think it was probably the first one that really impressed people. I mean, I like um, Unbroken or Unbreakable, which is 
he's getting a sequel because he's, he did Split, which I think was his newest one about the guy with schizophrenia, and apparently those mm. two are getting a meshed follow-up. Like a, a mash-up sequel. Mm. Is Unbreakable... Is that what it was called? Unbreakable? Yeah. Is that one of those films where there were two with startlingly similar premises very close together? Or am I just confusing Bruce Willis films where he's a bit weird and supernatural? I think so, because Unbreakable came quite close on the heels of Sixth Sense, and I seem to remember them feeling very similar at the time. Mm, maybe that's it. Yeah, I have not seen it, but I also think I know the twist. So, episode five, it's actually not a film, although the sequel to it, Nathan maintains, is the best Star Wars film, and I have to say I agree. We've we've spoken about this game numerous times, but it is Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which, if you were lucky, I mean, we just recorded this just after Star Wars Day, but was only a fiver on iOS at the time, and it's pretty cheap on Steam. It's an awesome game. It's about 20, 30 hours for about a tenner. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I need to start playing that more. I'm way behind. It fits in extremely well to the Star Wars canon, but also because it's able to be 20 hours long, is it? I think there's more depth to it, particularly the second one. But there's a discussion we can have on the actual podcast. I could probably do the episode from memory, but instead I decided to play through it three times. <laughs> I've started to play through. I haven't got to the big plot twist, but I know what it is. I'll save it for the episode, most of it for the episode. But when you know what's coming, man, there's so much foreshadowing in that. It's There's a lot. But it still took me by surprise at the time. Yeah, it'll be an interesting metric for when we go through these as for which ones are built with a view to re um, I was gonna say replaying, rewatching. I think that's just gonna be an interesting episode entirely. How do you get a thirty hours of video game per playthrough into a mm. sort of forty five to sixty minute podcast? Let's miss out all the bits where we go shopping and where <laughs> I run around in circles because I can't find the fucking exit to the level. You can't find your next quest marker. Yeah. Well, our next quest marker is the Usual Suspects. This is another one that I have not seen, but I know the twist. Uh, I've not seen, but I think I've I know the twist. I think I've seen it recently in a couple of things that it's been referenced in, but I can't say for sure. The, well, the twist gets explicitly mentioned in an episode of Gavin and Stacey. I don't. I've never watched Gavin and Stacey. Then your life is not complete. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. It's got lots of Essex accents in. What, The Usual Suspects? <laughs> that would make it a lot more hilarious, but no. Can we remake the usual suspects in Essex? But reset it from Southern California to instead be in uh, South yeah. End. <laughs> it was quite one of the more amusing bits from Gavin and Stacey is uh, when Stacey's on about marrying Kevin Spacey, and then she would be Stacey Spacey. <laughs> I like that. Maybe we should have put K-Pax on this list. No, because it's really got a twist in it, with the possible exception of if, is Kevin Spacey an alien or not. But basically, I like anything that Kevin Spacey's in, and I think we should should do a Kevin Spacey scene. Isn't K-Pax the one with John Travolta that's like massively Scientology-influenced? No, that's... Are you thinking of yeah, Battlefield Earth? Earth? Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, they're extremely different films. <laughs> oh, okay. I've, I've not seen Earth, either of them. Which is both fantastic and dire at the same time. Well, at risk of bringing down the wrath of the Scientology community, let's uh, move on to the next film in the list. This one is uh, Soylent Green. No, we've missed one. That's number eight on on your list. Oh, that is that is we've missed one. You've missed my fa- one of my favourites. Hasty Retraction. The next one is The Prestige. I love The Prestige. Is this another one where there was? Another film yes. with a similar title and premise the same uh, year. There was a, one with a similar title um, with Edward Norton in it, where he was... Um, oh, was it like The Illusionist? That's it. Yeah, possibly. The Illusionist, yeah. Very similar titles, same sort of time period, but completely different stories. So is this the one with David Bowie in it? No. Yes. Hmm, yes, okay, it in is. In that case, I don't think I've yes. seen it. Yes, it is. Because this is the one with David oh, Bowie right, okay. as uh, 
Nikola Tesla. Yes, in that case, yes, I've seen this one. Do you know what? I've now only just realised that that was David Bowie, which is why I said nothing. <laughs> and it's like, wait, <laughs> fuck, it was. But it's also Hugh Jackman, isn't it? In yeah. The Prestige. Hugh Jackman and Batman. It's Wolf. It's Wolverine <laughs> and Batman doing magic. Wolverine versus Batman. With isn't Alfred in there too? He is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Black Widow. I've definitely seen it, which means I I know the twist, but it's such a complicated film. I can't remember it. <laughs> it it is quite a complicated film, but I love it because there are a couple of good reveals and plot twists in this film. No, but they are right at the back end and it's one of those that you once you get those reveals a lot of things make so much more sense yeah it it builds up to it a lot at the end which but then has a good payoff because of the amount of work it's done into that build up Mm. so i take it you haven't seen the prestige nathan i have actually yeah so in america so maybe i saw a different version or something i don't know oh well well we've managed that's one so far out of seven that we've all seen or six so far (laughs) i'm not doing very well with numbers today Anyway, now we are at episode eight, which is which is Soylent Green. Or to give it its full title, Soylent Green is a spoiler. <laughs> but the only thing I know about Soylent Green is that they keep using it in the cooking shows on Futurama. I've I've never seen the film. I've never seen the no, film. Nor have I. I've ab- absolutely no idea. There is that one line that I'm pretty sure is the spoiler. Yeah, I'm not even aware if this is like a 1930s film with Metropolis, where it's black and white and all the robots are people in big boxes spray-painted silver, or if it's like 1981 and just happened slightly before I was able to form chronological memories. Uh, 1973. Halfway in between. Yeah, quite a, <laughs> quite a few of the films in this list are actually from the 70s. I say quite a few, like three or four. I guess that's far enough in the past for the secrets to have metastatized. Got a feeling I put too many T's in that word. Seeped <laughs> into culture. Uh, metastasized, I think, is the word you're looking for. <laughs> Spread throughout your like a cancer, yes. Uh, so, uh, number nine is going to be Fight Club. I love Fight Club. And I think that's that's about as far as we go with that one. Otherwise, we're in danger of breaking rules one and two. <laughs> Nathan, have you seen Fight Club? Yes, I have. And I've also read the book. Ooh, that'll be interesting. Oh. I can't remember if, there are any di- if there's any difference between them. <laughs> so that may blunt my contribution. Now, on to number ten. Yes, The Village. I quite like the village. It's a it's another M Night Shyamalan. It is. It was also a suggestion from our guest nerd. I I've not seen it. No, nothing about it. I haven't seen it, but I think I know the answer. The village, unlike Sixth Sense, which you can go back and watch and that once you know the secret, pick up clues that they're pointing at. The village doesn't for me didn't work as well knowing it. Right. Number eleven is the Wicker Man. And I'll get this out there early. They were talking like the 1970s Wicker Man with Sir Christopher Lee, not the 2006 Nicolas Cage, a god-awful remake. I'm very disappointed about this because I'm also now kind I of still sad. will not know what the fucking bees meme is all about. Well, I, we had already thought of a tangent for this series. I think we need to add the remake of The Wicker Man as a tangent at the end of this series. <laughs> Because I'm having read a little bit about it earlier, just to make sure what, which version we're going to watch. I'm curious as to the, the bees meme. I know I've got a feeling there's a there's room for a whole season of disappointing remakes or hilariously awful remakes. That is true. Not just remakes, because there some there are very rare occasions when the remake is better, or at least on par. I would say Total Recall sits on the on par level. Well, we haven't got any plans for Series 5 yet, so if you can think of any remake or uh, classic and remake pairings that we should consider, then let us know. 
I watched the 1973 Wicker Man in university when it was shown to me by a friend who considered it the best film in the history of cinema, and it very nearly imperiled our friendship. Because <laughs> I think it's how, unforgivable trash. How drunk were the two of you? Because that um, sounds like the start of a really bad conversation at like 2am on a Saturday morning. On a university scale, about a 3 out of 10, and on a My Life As It Currently Is 10 uh, scale, a 35 out of 10. <laughs> Those scales are skewed. Well, I've not seen it. I, I'm not quite sure if this counts as a twist, but I am aware of the ending. No, not at all. So you've got no idea, other than nope. there's bees involved. I'm going in blind, and at some point, Nick Cage shouts, bees. We're not watching the Nick Cage version. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you that Nick Cage is not in the 1973 version, because he was one or something. And there are also, well, actually, I guess if he was one, I don't know if he's in this film. Maybe he is. Maybe he's just been carried around in the background. Like uh, Elijah Wood in Labyrinth or something. Elijah Wood? We, that was Toby Froud, and we went to school with him. You should know that. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. I just confused the two of them. <laughs> Nicholas Cage was nine when the original Wicker Man was created. Oh, there we go. There's also extremely few bees. If someone could just insert Nick Cage into the film where he should be shouting bees, I'd be very happy. <laughs> it's randomly cut. Next up, episode 12, is Memento, which I don't know if I've seen or not. I've not. The only which... thing I know about it is a diagram I saw trying to show you how the scenes go in chronological order. I think that may actually be one that Femdan has watched. Yeah, I, I, I may have seen it. I don't know. I certainly don't remember it if I have. Never seen it. I suppose it would be appropriate if you'd seen it and then forgotten it. <laughs> Very true. Um, well, there's none of us have seen that. We haven't really got much to say. No. Uh, number 13, then. This is Oblivion. Not the uh, awesome 90, uh, sorry, 2004 video game, but the, uh, the 20s film with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. I really like Oblivion. It is a really solid film throughout, and Tom Cruise is great. It is a really good film. It's a, a film of two vastly different parts. Hmm. I have not seen it at all. Um, I've got a vague sense of the premise, but I don't know <clears throat> really what the twist is or, or what the question is or what the answer is. That's a good one. I the think question, you'll like that. I think it's, it's a question it's a really is, good film. is Morgan Freeman in this? The question being, maybe... <laughs> Is John Travolta in this, or is it some other charismatic weirdo? <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment of both Tom Cruise and John Travolta. A charismatic weirdo, yeah. I, I give with that. one hand and I take with the other. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that's, that's what counts as balanced reporting. <laughs> and episode 14 is going to be lucky number Slevin. I'm never really sure how you're supposed to pronounce that. I think you're meant to pronounce it exactly as you did, slightly hesitantly and confused. Eleven? Has that got Brad Pitt in it? I think so. I've no idea. Never seen it. Have we picked an, have we picked more films that none of us have seen than we thought we did when we came up with the list? I I feel like I have seen it on TV one Christmas when I had already drunk quite a lot of port. <laughs> this is this is just Nathan's drunk movie watching history, isn't it? This is what this is. Season four, we, we review films that Nathan saw but doesn't really remember because he was impaired at the time. <laughs> uh, episode 15, we're going to watch another more up-to-date one, Shutter Island. Oh, this was very good. Uh, I've seen the trailers and that's about, about it. I have not seen the film and I don't even understand the title. Is it Shutter as in a camera shutter? The, the place is actually called Shutter Island. From what I, little I know of the premise, it's like an insane asylum and Leonardo DiCaprio goes to try and uninsane some people and then I'm guessing probably goes a bit mental he's uh, an FBI agent and they go there to solve some missing people because of course that's not going to end in disaster 
Yeah. I've seen this film. The black dude dies first. <laughs> oh, Hollywood. Now, before we start talking about episode 16, I'd like to, to point out why this is on the list. And this is because of Dan and Nathan's woeful, woeful performance when I was trying to quote this last series. I do not remember this. You've gone off the end of the list that I've had on my notes app for what we were doing this season, so I just, you don't even know what you're talking about now. So I'm just going by the list of programs that's in the uh, the Google Drive folder. Yes, well, there's not enough space in Google Drive to fit this one in. So, episode 16, we are going to watch The Empire Strikes Back. Because you two definitely need some fucking remedial nerding about that. It'll also be good preparation for uh, The Last Jedi. Yes, this is also why I was quite incredulous that Femdan hasn't seen The Empire Strikes Back. I'm sure she hasn't. I'll have to double check. The second best Star Wars film. She did say to me, see Alien Covenant with you. I went, oh, are you busy? She went, no, I've not watched any of the Alien movies. Wow. Well, I'll definitely make sure she watches A New Hope before you make her watch Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Otherwise, she's going to be really confused. I don't think you'd be confused about watching any of the Alien films without the... No, I... The... Forerunners. Like Empire Strikes Back picks up in the middle of action, but all the others is basic. You're not going to be watching Aliens 2 and saying, like, so were the aliens friendly or not? <laughs> I'm confused because I didn't see the meat load of truckers in the first film. maybe just sitting and watching Prometheus. No, don't, that's cruel. <laughs> going back to when we were talking about teasers for trailers. I can't remember what for now. What was that for? Blade Runner. Oh, Blade Runner. That's it, the new Blade Runner. I realised then that I'd missed, probably with being away from, um, without decent internet for a month that there was a, a teaser for the trailer for Alien Covenant as well. Uh, I don't remember seeing the teaser for the trailer. I did see the trailer. Yeah, I've seen the trailer as well, but in the teaser, it's David basically explaining the gap right. between Prometheus and Covenant. I won't, I won't spoil any more of it. Go and, go and see it, but it's it's like a pre-trailer. Is that going to be part of the film? I have no idea. Is that to fill people in? Like, don't go watch Prometheus, because you know, we won't make you do that. Because nobody should have to do that again. Here's what happened. Maybe we should do a series that's just the films that disappointed us the most. <laughs> or is Signs already on this list? Signs is not on this list, but that would be very high on the list for that premise. I've not seen Signs. <laughs> what? You shouldn't have said that, Dan. That's increased the chance I think of I know the twist. God damn it, if I'd known you hadn't seen Signs, I definitely would have put it on the list for this series. Well, we might have to extend this series beyond our usual 16 episode run. Eh. Talking of which, where'd we got to? Was that 16? That was episode 16, yeah. I mean, there's no point saying whether or not we've seen it and know the twist. We've all seen Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it's just you two need to see it again because you <laughs> keep forgetting stuff. Because our citations are sloppy. Not that I can remember what it was that you, I, I, you couldn't I'd, I'd remember. I'd say we remembered everything perfectly then, Nathan. If you can't provide evidence, then no, we made no mistakes. Well, I'd like to present <laughs> Remedial Nerding Series 3 as evidence. It'll be in one of the episodes somewhere. My defence will be that anything that happens roughly before the Wampa, I um, probably missed the first time I saw it because I went to go and see it in the Oakhampton Carlton in 1998 or whenever it came out. And Bus Strikes Back came back in 1981. <laughs> came out brackets the second time. Or was it, was it, in fact, no, was it 79? Well, yeah, it was a special edition when they were in, in cinema. Because A New Hope special edition came out in cinemas in 97, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, because Phantom Menace was 95, I think. Oh, I'm Post Strike Back was out in 1980. Our special edition was 1997. See, Nathan with his nerd knowledge hanging out. <laughs> well, like I said, it's because I went to go and see it with my dad in you know, Campton Golden and missed everything before the Wampa. In which case, you must have been really confused as to why Luke was having to be shoved inside a Tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a very self-propelled sleeping bag. Single use only. Well, it's self-propelled up until the point at which you... Yeah, exactly. 
disposable, I think, is the term you'd use there. Well, it was self-propelled up to the point you use it. It's a long walk home still. One to sell, one times ton-ton, one careful <laughs> owner, one not-so-careful <laughs> owner. Slightly lightsabered, minor frost damage. Well, I think that pretty much sums up where we're going this time. I tried to contain your enthusiasm, Dan. Ah, uh, I know. This is what happens when we record on a Sunday afternoon. This is true. We're more tired at four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon than we would be at nine o'clock on a weekday night. Yeah, but that's because I'm normally abusing the caffeine during the week. <laughs> that sounds like the kind of euphemism no one wants to deal with. Are we always abusing the caffeine again? <laughs> There's a little trickle of black tar <laughs> coffee coming down your nose. I can't think of it. Anything worse now. Thanks for that image. <laughs> so we need to go away and watch Blade Runner, I guess. Yes, we do. The final cut, as it's called in here, which... I don't know if this... I'm aware that it's got multiple versions, and I don't know if this is because the director and studio fell out, or if people just didn't like the first one. Possibly. We'll discuss that in the episode, because I'll have watched it, and then be quite happy to read the Wikipedia article about it. <laughs> Fair enough, then. But we'll try and remember that as a discussion point. In, in the meantime, I'll have to go and put some coffee in the pestle and mortar and, and snort it. I might just go drink some. I, I'm not really. <laughs> I, might, I think I'll do that. Nathan's just going to go take a nap. <laughs> well, until next time, don't drink too much coffee. And please, for the love of God, don't snort it and blame me. <laughs> if you do that, it's on your own head. We're sticking the end-user license agreement at the end of this podcast now. <laughs> I think we are in this case. Do not snort coffee. Do not use this book as part of a bunk bed. <laughs> don't eat yellow snow. As something I saw on Facebook this week. Don't put a knife in your mouth and then zap the knife with a taser. What? what? Yeah, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, that was my reaction. What I don't really understand is after you've done that and filmed yourself, rather than going, okay, I'm going to yeah. delete this and never show anyone ever again. No, he then uploaded it to Facebook. There's something wrong when my desire for likes on Facebook exceeds my desire to stay alive and safe. Yes. I suppose by that point, you've already proved (laughs) that you're not dead to yourself, so you might as well put it on. But that that was so nearly entering the Darwin Awards. Is this just the nature of your workplace that people might make themselves dinner and then think, oh, I've got no clean forks, (laughs) I guess I'll just use a knife and taser to eat the dinner instead? (laughs) It's just the joke, in it? You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> I put a knife in my mouth and tasered it. <laughs> it wasn't a sharp knife, it was just like a you know, a normal dinner knife. But even so, it wasn't the knife in the mouth that was the stupid bit, it was the putting 20,000 volts into it that was the problem. Uh, there's few anecdotes that start out with <laughs> putting the knife in your mouth wasn't the stupid part. <laughs> that end anywhere good. <laughs> uh, and on that note, <laughs> we'll see you stupid lot next week. No, we love you really. That's it for this week, peeps. Tune in next time for more remedial nerding.